0: Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John.
1: This is Crystal. I'm Mark. I'm Zoe we talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share inspiration, we share struggles, we brainstorm solutions. We would love to have you join us.
2: Welcome back to Chaotic Harmony. Um, we're here with Hans Chamberlain once again. Hello, yeah,
1: hello. he um, just couldn't stay away.
2: That's oh, right. If you missed his episode, please check it out. Mm-hmm. We're Give me
3: magnet new- toys to play with. And I'm, I'm here for... <laughs>
2: That's right. And so we just wanted to chat some more um, about planning. Mm-hmm. And it's something that every teacher does.
1: And this was a requested topic, I'll say. Ah, Yeah, this, this comes um, from one of our listeners. Nice. Uh, she contacted us on social media to say um, that she is feeling lost with trying to plan for seven different grade levels as a music teacher it's um she's someone who who became a music teacher after years of being in the general education classroom and um it's one of her biggest challenges still um where do you even begin so yeah Hmm. yeah and it's it's something that all of us have had to kind of um grapple with and advocate for in different ways at our different school sites
2: it's so so true
1: yeah and
2: it's an um, important topic Today we started our uh, the first day of second quarter mm-hmm. um, in 2019, and um, once again, I, I had conversations with my admin about scheduling, and for me, it's something that comes up every week. Mm-hmm. Um, the big talk is usually at the beginning of the quarter, or the beginning of the school year, or the end of the school year, but... Um, at our school it's a living document mm. it's your schedule our schedule like
1: it, it's it's, <laughs> the, it's subject subject to sorry sorry the, um, the schedule
2: yes and yeah. that's where my planning begins okay is mm. the schedule and um, a living
1: document as in it can change at any moment
2: it's always changing Got because it. our okay. schools are always you know we have assemblies we have mm-hmm. special events like maybe um, and they're good things that we want to happen, like mm-hmm. like staff versus student softball game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you want to you want those things to happen, so we all have right. to be flexible yeah, um but when you know it all comes down to who who is gonna who's gonna look at those um time slots and make sure that gets communicated yeah, and yeah. it's not easy, so it takes a really um a talented person to do that and i feel like we have someone here with us tonight hans <laughs> is here with us and he has some experience with scheduling Making so i kind of want to start our planning talk with scheduling with scheduling mm-hmm. okay yeah so hans can you tell us a little bit about um maybe how you create your schedule and then um yeah let maybe let's just start there
3: yeah well, I, I think at my side it's it's um it's also kind of a dream in the sense that it's a small school. Mm-hmm. I'm the only teacher there, so.
1: How many kids do you teach?
3: Um, so I teach like just under 400 kids okay. at one site, though. So I get to yeah. see every kid twice a week, you wow. know, which is really a dream. It's really awesome.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but as far as the schedule, it's it's uh, there's a collaboration schedule, mm-hmm. and that's two days a week, and where I'm basically I'm me and another content area where, we're teaching the kids while uh, that grade level can collaborate, and right. I think we all experience okay. part of that schedule. Is that correct? You in guys? Chula
2: Vista, that's what we do. Yes. but in mm-hmm. other yeah. states, uh, I've heard that like two times a week is the norm. Yeah, that's not a that's not a dream. Right, maybe that's a
1: very normal dream mm. for them. Right, I had that for one year, and mm-hmm. it was delightful. I yeah. wasn't tied to the general education collaboration schedule that year, though. Okay. So that was a luxury for me. Right. I am now, um, but our teachers get to collaborate now for um, one day a week and mm-hmm. per grade level, which that's is great. How, yeah,
3: that's how yeah. that's how our school our site is as well. Okay. Um, and, but the kind of kind of the way it works is I don't have much control over that collaboration schedule. Okay. But the other three days I do. Okay. So I was tasked with. Um, with basically making sure that every other every class gets another class session that's equitable. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I volunteered to do that. But then, you know, de facto, I was also then the one who was because it's all on one sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who's updating and keeping that collaboration schedule as well. Mm-hmm. Um, collaboration schedule, when it comes down to it, is not ideal for i think for learning at least in my classroom it's mm-hmm. like it is centered around teacher collaboration right and i see that also as a win it's like any way that our position is helping the school you know abroad i think you know yeah. I, I think that's good i think it's good well, for that was us. kind of
1: the sell for vapa in the district was right. well if you hire vapa teachers then you'll have a teacher release and then you mm-hmm. can implement um collaboration yeah district-wide
3: everybody wins right. so, you know yeah. but, the, but the problem is, like at my site is when we have two teachers and if there's you know three classes, mm-hmm. right. so then we're splitting classes, and we have a class and a half plus SDC, yeah. and then the class sizes get big to a point where it's not conducive to learning. Right. But it is it is uh, it is offering a service to teachers. Mm-hmm. So I just chalk it up to that and say you know mm-hmm. okay Tuesday's Team my player. Tuesday is my hard day mm-hmm. you know but you find a way to make it work. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll do something a little you know. Uh, a little, a little less, um, how do I say a little less structured, Mm -hmm. you know, on those days, make it a lot more movement, a lot more game type, you know, type Mm -hmm. of lessons. Mm -hmm. And then when I have just that isolated class, that's when I'm like, okay, let's, let's really, you know, get down to it and and get some stuff done. Um, and it's all, it's all good. It's all valuable. I Mm -hmm. think kids benefit across the board, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you do have to kind of, you know, pick your battles and choose really what you're going to be doing for each day.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that ties into something that we've talked about, which is like school culture. You really have to, um, be part of that school culture and understand where the teachers are coming from. Mm -hmm. Your admin is coming from Mm -hmm. and be a team player.
1: Yeah. So, um,
2: yeah, like, and I'm sure, so we're in a district that has 47, is that right, Maroka?
1: That sounds right. If it's you're out there, forty-six or forty-seven. If yeah. you're out
2: there, Morocco listen, listeners, maybe give us a hashtag forty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I think we have forty-seven schools in our district, and they're mm-hmm. all elementary schools. So, it's as a result, big, big district. It's it a is. huge district. I think we're the biggest elementary district in the state, in the of, state of California. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: that's that was what I was told last year. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's still true this year, but yeah.
2: Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that in itself is like a very daunting number 47 schools so Mm -hmm. as a result we have kind of like Mm
3: site-based decision making we do yeah
1: out of necessity
2: out of necessity
0: Mm
3: -hmm. right and well i think it's also you know it has to do with what grant has been applied to where and who has a grant and who doesn't and whether it's band or orchestra or general music yeah yeah so yeah, and, and then some schools, you know, will will have other content, you know, other disciplines mm-hmm. might have, you know, art and, and theater, you know, mm-hmm. m- and not have a music teacher, so... Yeah. Every site's really different.
1: It yeah. is. My art teacher is a scheduling ninja. Hmm. I mean, she is just, I've never met anybody as amazing. Could she do a backflip? <laughs> she probably could. <laughs> um, she's, she's really incredible though. And uh, she's, so she has been a art teacher in our district for a long time. I think 12 years. Um, But she's always taught at multiple school sites until last year. She got to be with me full time at Finney. Mm. Um, And she started getting really good at scheduling because it was a way for her to have influence over her schedule to have some sanity um, when she was balancing multiple schools. So she just kind of decided, I'm going to have to get really good at this skill because it is a skill.
3: Right. Yeah. Because there, I mean, I, I have, I have had in my career, I've had schedules, you know thrust upon me that mm-hmm. have not been good, <laughs> you know? Right. And and I think, you know, when you kind of take the reins and offer to help and then take... And if you can work quickly and efficiently and bring something back that works and is equitable, mm-hmm. they say, Oh, okay, well great. Then and,
4: and then <laughs> yeah. they start that kind
3: worked
2: of, out. Right,
3: right. You know, and it's it's good for them and, and then you can do like a hard pass on things that really won't work. <laughs> right. But you you still have to flex. There's gonna be stuff that you're you not do. a big fan of. So
1: You do. Yeah. I, I tried to create my ideal schedule one year and had a <laughs> quite a few revisions made to it mm-hmm. by the yeah. time it was done it's it is hard it's it's hard to be that self-advocate well that sometimes. afternoon
3: nap crystal was just not, <laughs> not the siesta well i
1: mean five minutes transition time between classes <laughs> right. i thought that was reasonable yep. but there was some pushback on that i, or, um, I know, rock
3: the five minute transition times good yeah. for you
1: <laughs> good for you friend i yeah you know it's it is really hard to see second grade and, and sixth grade back to back and it's like you you want to be able to reset the room and right. put things that are inappropriate for younger hands out of the way Well,
3: yeah that's the thing like Mm -hmm. it's you know you can say it's a you know 30 minute 40 minute 45 minute class Mm -hmm. but if they're butted up right next to each other there's different setup you have to do for each you know for each grade level for each class right and uh, that's what people don't don't quite understand like that it it eats into instructional time it does like the the walking over takes away from the teacher's time and it takes away from your time so it does let's not make that part of the schedule and then
1: there's the teachers that want to drop off early and pick up late right
3: right right right. and that's
1: tricky too Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so um yeah having that influence over the schedule and i think just learning how to I think embedding into your school culture is a very important point and making sure that it's communicated that you are on the same team as the teachers. Right. You understand that they're under enormous stress and pressure. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. to do their jobs. Yeah. Um, but also advocating for your own needs. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if it means being like, you know, a just friendly reminder, um, your class stops at eight forty and Mrs. Pickle's class starts at 841 and <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i <laughs> if mean you could be ready to get them that'd be so helpful for me and mm. just yeah. like
2: looping back to one of like the first topics that we talked about on this podcast is like advocacy i feel yeah. like your planning time and your scheduling um kind of you're you're advocating for yourself when yes. you're setting those those expectations with your schedule mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. your planning time um yeah so i i I talked to Andrea, mm-hmm. one of our colleagues, about this, and she she had some amazing tidbits because, like, kind of like um, Hans and Sandra, like, she had experience in in the district, uh, and I don't know, you have to take into account the classroom teacher's perspective. Yes, so absolutely. Something that she uh, suggested to me was get teacher input. If you're going to do a pullout, understand that that is a sacrifice for mm-hmm. the classroom teacher.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: and you have to you have to take the extra measures to check in with them mm-hmm. um, and like continually check in with them. ask for their opinion at the beginning of the quarter and understand that if they're sending a student that is falling behind mm-hmm. in their classwork, they might not be able to attend your orchestra class. and that's not right. A personal thing they're not mm-hmm. trying to like make things more difficult for you they're trying to do their job right, right. the best that they can right yeah so understanding that piece of your school culture is mm-hmm. like really important to like maintaining relationships at your at your site mm-hmm. Right. and then um, just being Like, Hans, you've talked about this, like being part of the solution, not being a
0: problem. Well, I think
3: you you need to establish yourself as someone who, I mean, we talk about educating the whole child. Yeah. yeah. These kids need to learn how to read. Mm
0: -hmm. They
1: do. They do.
3: That's important. Yes. And that's important to me Uh as a music teacher. Absolutely. So I think when, when teachers know that you're not just like in music la la land and if we just teach kids music they're going to learn everything Uh like no no they need to be taught everything right and i think music's a huge part of that and i think learning how to play an instrument or learning how to be a part of a class Mm -hmm. like that teaches you how to be a learner i think it's super valuable yeah Mm -hmm. but i mean it's not a replacement for teaching somebody how to read Mm -hmm. it just Helps in general helps you become a better learner. Mm-hmm. So I think when teachers know that you're on board yes. with that and and you know not maybe what they perceive you what you could be you know I think you just need to present yourself in that way.
1: Yes, definitely. Yes. It- to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.MissionTrailsFinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. If you're in the area, they'd love to have you come by the office. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information.
2: Full disclosure, I meant to do this at the beginning of the episode and I forgot, but this is our planning episode. Hmm. And I have not planned my lessons for tomorrow. Oh, 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 it's It's confession time. I am so disappointed
3: (laughs) because I thought I was the only one. And I really, no.
2: Oh, my goodness. We just had our fall Uh, break. mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, everything, there were just a lot of things Mm -hmm. that I did not expect to happen. And um, I'm trying to work on the self-care. We talked about it in an episode. But... Mm. I tried to value those other aspects of my life and Mm -hmm. planning was was after those other Mm. parts of my life. So Mm -hmm.
1: you made a choice.
2: I did make that choice. And so now we're we're brushing up that, you know, here here we are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So let's talk about let's get into like planning. What do we what do we prioritize? Um, what are the things that we think kids need mm-hmm. you know and on a um when we have to make those tough choices on right because there's so there's so much out there for what we can include in a 30 or 45 minute lesson mm-hmm. at
1: yeah, one well, and, and we don't have very much planning time just structured into right. our school days um we're guaranteed a half an hour day of planning time in our contracts and what that is is 15 minutes before school starts and 15 minutes after it ends so it's enough time to come in and and get ready for the day and clean up after the day is done. It's not right. really planning time. And then I was also graciously given another half an hour on um, Thursday morning. So mm-hmm. that's that is my in school planning time. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's not much, and I'm glad for what it is. But when I have forty string instruments to tune, mm-hmm. and um, you know I have four hundred kids rolling through my room, and I have instruments to clean, it's I'm barely hanging on, right. um, yeah. keeping the room functional. Uh, let alone planning for seven different grade levels. So Mm -hmm. I have just for survival's sake uh, learned that I need to have a similar rhythm to my classes. It helps me know how to plan. Yeah, the kids know what to expect. Uh, My administration expects me to have um, objectives and success criteria posted. Mm -hmm. And so what I did at the beginning of this year is I came up with my scope and sequence. We talked a little bit about that Mm -hmm. before we started recording. And, um, I took an entire notepad and I went through and I wrote objectives for each of the standards I wanted to hit and then success criteria for each one. So that's done. Mm. And they're, they're specific enough that there are certain things the kids know they should be able to do and articulate, but they're broad enough that I can pull them up again because really the standards spiral Mm -hmm. you know we hit them and then we come back we just take deeper national standards you're talking about yeah california i well i mean the california standards are pulled from the national standards Mm -hmm. right so yeah similar we we follow national core art standards um california is redoing their framework right now Mm -hmm. um and i i'm excited to put some some of my own input in with that um cmea just opened it up for comment um so it, that's 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 how we do it so the kids know that they can come in and expect a movement activity and right. then they can expect a game and we do some singing and then we move into the meat of the lesson in the middle it usually involves instruments and then we'll end with something really fun nice before they go mm-hmm. and that's also cleanup time so yeah yeah i love that you say fun it should oh, be yeah. fun it right. should be we, i like to i like to end with something like baba goombala you know like can you remember that one? Babala Goombala la o goomba la. you say? Don't remember that one?
2: Or for level three? Yeah.
1: Wasn't oh no! There. It wasn't. No, oh. it wasn't level three. That What's was a excuse? that was a chapter okay, meeting. That was a chapter meeting. No, I Marilyn me. Shepherd taught that oh, to thanks, us. Oh, thanks, Marilyn. Yeah, she's mm. the best. Um, or some sort of. They love chants, so mm-hmm. we do a lot of call and response, a lot of chants. But I like to send them out singing, mm. um, and it's even better when it bleeds into the hallways and and somebody important walks by. Mm. <laughs> That's cool. Wow. They're like, oh,
3: yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I kind of follow the same type of Pattern. model in, in that when they come in, they, they come to the carpet mm-hmm. and we're doing call and response clapping or singing or, you know, arioso type stuff from yeah. First Steps, mm-hmm. but I even do it, you know, across grade levels. Mm-hmm.
4: Um,
3: sometimes I'll have a, a student lead that. It's just, they walk in, they know, I, I kind of, it's a way for me to non-verbally get their attention and to keep them watching me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um it's like that Jedi mind trick, you know, and then <laughs> and then uh, after that, that's I'm, I'm trying to incorporate more fire Up. I'm trying to incorporate more conversational solfege. OK, but only for like like 10 to 15 minutes of the class. Mm-hmm. So I have them. And then we we work on that. And and that's structured. That's like, mm-hmm. OK, you, you know, kids, I, I don't care about the song Yankee Doodle. Yankee Doodle is not my favorite song.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But we're going we're gonna to sing it because I really want you to be able to decode the, these ta and ta di rhythms. Mm-hmm. Like, when I go listen to music, I don't, I don't listen to Yankee Doodle. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I really want you to be able to get this rhythm. Right. And then they say, okay, so that's why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And then it's only hmm. for about 10 minutes.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And then, you know, and I, and I try to follow those 12 steps. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kids know what decoding is. They know, like, the whole point is to get us to the point where we can actually create with yeah. these rhythms. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, and later in the unit, that's when they're actually uh, a big portion of the lesson is that writing and that performance, you know. Right. But uh, mm-hmm. just during a regular class, that's only like 10 minutes of my class. Right. Mm-hmm. So basically half the class is the introduction that, you know, Fire Robin conversational solfege. And then we try to get some get Orphee and, and do. Some some sort of movement activity, and I'm I'm following that um, the creative dance book, and I I take one chapter per month, Mm -hmm. and then across, just for my own sanity, like I make one movement activity, same focus, one movement activity for the week, okay, Hmm. for every single grade level. There you go. There you go. Because it's. It's beneficial for everybody, right? Applies, yeah. And then, and in that book, there's just so many activities, and all I have to do is pick four for the month. Like Mm -hmm. I just pick the ones that I think are the best, Mm -hmm. and the ones I feel most, you know, confident and leading, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, move on to the next one. Oh my goodness, I
1: do that a lot too. I think mm -hmm. you have to simplify and carrying the same activity to different grade levels, but just tailored to their needs. Mm -hmm. First of all. It's kind of cool when you end up in those situations at assemblies where you have the entire school gathered, and they all know the same song or activity, and then you then you look like magic Mm -hmm. to your administration (laughs) because you can get everybody's attention at the same time, Mm -hmm. right? And they're like, "Oh, I love this game," Um, but but yeah, it just saves your sanity when you're planning for seventh grade levels.
3: I know. Side note: I remember I, I did that. I remember Lambs players came their touring company came to discovery when i worked there you know mm-hmm. years and years ago mm-hmm. and they had an attention getter it was hey ho sh-. yeah you know and so that's i when i first started teaching at castle park i used that like you know for everybody mm-hmm. and so at one point they needed everybody quiet in the auditorium so i just go hey
0: ho, uh-huh.
1: shh yep
3: and everybody was like oh my goodness right what? who is this witch
1: seriously <laughs> oh my favorite time was when i had my sha over my shoulder and oh. i just went up to the front of the school and i went ding and it was silent i'm like oh. i love you guys thank you for doing that
2: <laughs> that is cool yeah it was pretty fun wow so i would i would actually welcome like a master's student or an undergrad student or anyone that's in the thick of like music education pedagogy um, Mm -hmm. to correct me on this but I feel like Hans what you're talking about with first steps and ORF how you kind of meld those together in your planning I feel like those steps 10 through 11 in first steps Mm -hmm. and ORF are so similar Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: you know the um, Crystal I I remember like after um, level Mm 1 or maybe during you saying that Carl Orff's he was like a mastermind at creating all of these composers out of children, mm. oh, yeah, and I feel like that's kind of the end game of First Ups, also, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is like uh, students taking ownership of the music that they can that is inherent
1: mm-hmm. in right. them, you know, we give honoring them honoring the creativity that already exists, yeah,
2: like we give them the tradition, we introduce uh what's already been created mm-hmm. and then we give them the opportunity to create Yeah, well, I their look own at thing. it
3: as yeah, I look at it as empowerment. Like I, yeah, I feel like Totally. Yeah. I mean I feel like Orf is really great at this is going to sound negative. It's not negative. It's like tricking kids into learning. It's like yeah. mm. kids are having a blast. They're, they're playing. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Playing. I think it's like a language, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to feel a triplet before you can understand it. If you try right. to explain it first, yeah. it will not work, right? Yeah, right. Make sense. So, or if that side of it is awesome. Yeah. But I also feel like there's such a benefit and such a feeling of empowerment for kids when you say, okay, we are trying to learn this specific thing.
4: Right. And mm. I think
3: you guys can do it. Right. Right. Like, remember how we felt this earlier? Like, mm-hmm. that song? This is, that song is a great, oh, here's another song we've done. That song's a great example of this. Mm-hmm. Like, do you guys think that you could apply that towards something else? Like, mm-hmm. And that's when a kid is walking away and saying, hey, what did you learn in, muse- in music mm-hmm. class? And mm-hmm. you say, I can actually articulate what I'm learning. Right. Because that's what people want to see. And I really it think is. that's what's good. That's that self-efficacy, yep. that metacognition in kids. Like, they yeah. have to know what, they, what they're learning. But if you just do that. use of
1: academic language. Oh my gosh. Thank you, If you you just
3: do that, the whole class, (laughs) Uh like, you're going to lose them.
1: Yeah. Because it's boring
3: to to do that for 40 minutes.
1: There's an appropriate time to bring it in. And I guess that that's where some of my, um, I don't want to say frustration. That's not the right word. But um, I don't know, discomfort with Mm -hmm. how um things have been handed down um to me uh as I've tried to fit in with the rest of the school hmm. and the way we're doing things it's um there's there's and I I get like we want kids to know what they're doing right but um it's there's also that joy in the discovery. Right. And it's like they need to just be allowed to play for a little
3: bit and mm-hmm. not
1: worry about what they're doing. Like they just, we should be having fun first.
3: 100%. We need both.
1: Yeah. We need mm-hmm. both. And, I, and then you can yeah. say, you don't even know it, but this is what you did. Isn't that amazing? Right. And then they'll be like, oh, and then they'll remember it that much more because yes. you revealed it at the proper time. Right. Then, like, oh, look at this objective that you just achieved. Here's your success criteria. You did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You know, and for kids to have both, like, because mm-hmm. I feel like people are either in one camp or the other. Right. And right. And you, you, they're they both, in hand. they're both right.
1: Right. Hmm. Mm. One of you my know. favorite Carl Orff quotes is, um, and I'm going to butcher it, but it's something like, uh, since the beginning of time, children have not liked to study. They would much rather play. Mm-hmm. And if we have their best interests in mind, we'll let them play. And then they will discover that what they have mastered is child's play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, that's just, yeah, I think play first. Yep. Then bring give them the language when it's time.
3: Yeah. But mm-hmm. I also think, just as a side note, I sure. feel I feel like that language
1: mm-hmm.
3: helps give you a um what's what's the word? It helps give you a purpose mm-hmm. for the things we learn. I I feel mm-hmm. like for some kids we'd be like, Why are we learning this song? Yeah. Right? Right. And if you can say, This is why we're learning that song.
1: Yeah. Then mm. they're
3: like, Oh, it's yeah. not about the song. Right. Right? Yeah. So there's songs that are just awesome, mm-hmm. and you're getting kids to be musical and I think you need to have that in every class
1: mm-hmm.
3: and there's other songs where you're trying to teach concepts, and I think you need to have that in every class mm-hmm. I think you need to try to find them both, and then it's good for kids too it's a change of state you're you're having them do a lot of different things in one class period it's hard to get bored when you're changing activities
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know so i that's what I'm trying to do, and it's not perfect, but i I, I think planning wise, like even if you spend five to 10 minutes on an activity,
4: mm-hmm.
3: as long as you have a reason for it, you know, and if it's not quite working out, it's like, that's okay. Table it.
1: Yeah. Move into something it.
3: fun. Keep it fun. Keep it light. And little by little, you know, you can really start to expand, you know, expand their minds.
1: There's a, and there's a place yeah. for anchor charts and there's a place for, you know, success criteria and there's a place for very careful, meticulous planning. There's also a place for like you were saying earlier, Zoe, reading the room
0: Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and understanding when it's time to move in a different direction. (laughs) Yeah,
3: that flexibility. you got to be able to flip it right then.
1: That's a good teacher. Totally. Yeah. What was
3: that? Who who was it? Was it Cindy in level three? or Somebody was talking about how, oh, man, now I'm really, I shouldn't bring this up if I can't even remember a name. But (laughs) but somebody was saying that there's a teacher that reached a level to the point where it was like no planning. You show up and like, what do you guys want to make music about today? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, well. that, you know, and it'd be cool to have some of that, to be able to get to the level where you feel so confident that, like, we're going to accomplish some <laughs> great things.
1: Mm-hmm. No what idea what get, it's going to be. What do you
3: guys want to do, you know? I know. Oh, man, it'd be awesome to be able to get to that point, but...
2: So, something that I've thought about in the this this school year, um, maybe because I've said yes to a lot of things, mm-hmm. and so my time has, like, shrunk for mm-hmm. planning, but... Um, you're always the best teacher. That's something that has been in my mind. Is like at the moment Is that, this a
1: Zoe mantra?
2: Kind of. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. No. I haven't has, written she has it, great
1: ones. I haven't oh. written it down yet. Maybe yeah. I will. She has a notebook full of them.
2: I mean I and I'll give credit mm-hmm. where credit is due. Like my principal has been saying like we're the best school in the world. And he says oh. that on the intercom, he says that in our um announcements and mm-hmm. out to parents and everything. Oh. But if we
1: walked around like that,
2: yeah, you you really are the embodiment of the best that you can be, even Mm -hmm. if in your mind you you think you can be better. Mm -hmm. um, If you are like for where you're at today, you you, this is who you are. And I think that we set our own bar that kind of acceptance you know you mm. you can't mm. change the decisions that you made yesterday right right i mean you you kind of have control over what you do tomorrow kind of mm-hmm. but um mm. just having that uh, belief in yourself that you're gonna do the best that you can do yeah, with I, what you have
3: yeah, yeah. right with think, your exactly. circumstance i think I, I try to look at teaching like you know like practice we're all musicians mm-hmm. Mm-hmm and practice can either really suck or be a really awesome thing. Yeah. And it has to do with your mindset, right? It's yeah. like okay, it's either, you know, growth mindset, man, this does not sound good right now. Yeah. And almost laugh at yourself in a positive like, okay, that, all right. Yeah. Got to let it go. What do I need to change, <laughs> exactly. you know? Yeah. And that's what every day has to be with teaching because you could there's a teaching's a hard job and it you is could a hard really job. let it get you down. You, could. you really could. Yeah. Um and personally for me this is just personal like i I can't let one positive story like pull me out of that it's not it's not about a story it's about like teaching a service right yeah and i need to be the best servant i can in my position
4: Mm -hmm.
3: whether i haven't had a a great you know success story in a week that i'm not going to hold on to the success story i'm going to hold on to the fact that no i'm i'm here to do the best job that i can Mm yep and if yesterday was hard it's over
1: Yeah, it is. What am I
3: going to, what am I going to learn from it today? Yeah. And how do I move forward? You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. You know what? But I, I would love to kind of move that also into, um, some, maybe some things we've learned about giving yourself that grace and Mm -hmm. moving on when appropriate, but also maybe saving yourself time in the future by reflecting on what you've done. So I love that. Um, yeah. So
2: do we can we do another Joshua Block Spagato? We can. Do we have an item, Ooh. or can we do it Joshua Block style, where we stretch while we're sharing? Oh, our... we can do that. Um.
1: <laughs> Let's do that. Do you remember oh, how
2: Joshua used to be like share okay, while you share stretch. one thing from the reading, and also do while you're exemplifying a stretch? Because um, I feel like we all have something that we've learned about planning. Yeah, just from doing it year after that year, can save some time. Yeah, like mm-hmm. one thing that you can
1: well and share. i have two things from other people as well great That's give nice. us two stretches no i'm just kidding. yeah <laughs> I know, right? i'm like what can we do sitting down mm. we did a lot how about a twist okay but mm. the the pilates mermaid twist um okay so this is from mark he's not here tonight um but a tip that mark gave me uh, that I have used so much. He printed off a whole bunch of blank lesson plan templates from mm-hmm. Victoria Bowler's website. Mm. We, we make dot I believe. Yep. Um, and uh, keeps them on his desk. And at the end of a lesson, if it went really well, he writes it down in detail. And then, ta da, he has a binder full of lessons by the end of the year that went really well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I was like, oh, that's brilliant. And then now that he's done it for a year, if his principal walks in and he's reusing something, he can be like, look, (laughs) and all the standards are there and it's written out and it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel as scary. Yeah, don't yeah. reinvent the wheel. Don't reinvent the wheel every year. Mm. Um, and then uh, Rob Ampton kind of had something similar that he shared with us. He said, um, you know, he he never taught a class at in, in the beginning of his career that was like under 70 students. Or, he said mm. something ridiculous yeah. like that. Um, but he would just write, he had a journal and he would write out in detail the lesson. So same idea, Mm -hmm. a little less structured than how Mark's doing it. Mm. Um, and he had his notebooks so he could just refer to them. And, but I think that both of them have that self-reflection piece and Mm -hmm. I found that to be important too. Mm -hmm. So I do mine on my computer. I made myself a template. I'm not perfect at it. Sometimes all I have time for when I have my no transition time between my classes, (laughs) because I did not get my five minutes, <laughs> um, is just to write a couple words about what we did. Mm. Um, yeah, but <laughs> I try to remember <laughs> at the end of the week, at least the, the two that went really, really well. What did I do that I'd planned? What did I do that I did not plan, but maybe had a stroke of brilliance in the middle of class? Mm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Write it down. So there you go. Mm. Yeah, I've been
2: trying to um, every month give myself stretch. Oh your ideas are- <laughs> i know <laughs> we'll do this one the classic oh, okay. i like this it. is the cross lateral or whatever yeah we're anyway. not PE teachers <laughs> um, if you're watching on youtube you get to see <laughs> respect though if you're a PE teacher
1: yeah like hans was what i want absolutely like. mad respect <laughs> Not dissing PD teachers. A,
3: I learned a lot about classroom management, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll bet.
1: That's awesome. a lot
2: of energy. I loved it. So um, about once a month, I try and create a lesson bank for each grade. Mm-hmm. So I try and come up with like three or four or five or six, depending on how inspired I am, mm-hmm. um, like songs or activities that we can do. And sure, we'll do a shoulder roll, Crystal.
1: Sorry. Um, no, I like something that. Something popped in the wrong spot. So.
2: Uh, and so that... I might not, I might not know the order of each lesson, mm-hmm. but I can at least draw from my bank and I try and hyperlink those like I have it in a Google document so I can go back in and be like watching the Rob Amption video for something mm-hmm. that like former me was really inspired by, mm-hmm. but the current me had completely
1: forgotten about. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that so true? I do that. I do that too. Mm-hmm. And It's like, "Oh yeah, that was really good." Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I mean. I love it when a kid will be like, oh, I love that song I did in first year. I'm like, I forgot that that existed. <laughs> I did teach you that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's what I do. Oh, I like
2: it. Yeah. Hands.
3: Um, again, I don't plan well. Um, you
2: plan, though.
3: I do plan. Mm-hmm.
2: I know this because um, <laughs> I saw it
3: right but I don't hold to it as, as I should mm-hmm. but I, 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 I uh, I'm i a techie guy I'm, I'm into technology so like I'll, I'll create a lesson plan template mm-hmm. but with the goal of it being as easy to fill out as possible yes. mm-hmm. so, what I
2: remember is it would be like like the time elapsing would be getting shorter and shorter and shorter and then you'd be like okay let's decide and then you would decide and then mm-hmm. it was fine and then the, the lesson would flow flawlessly Hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) well yeah that's i I think just yeah in the moment you got to be able to like if it's not working just change it oh yeah because i do everybody a favor that's that's my biggest like (laughs) i I have like an aha moment every time i'm teaching and Mm -hmm. i and i teach one class and it just goes awesome. And I mm-hmm. feel like I do the exact same thing with the next class of the same grade level. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm the same teacher, like, doing the exact same thing. Like, and it just doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're teaching different people every year, every day. Like, every oh, yeah.
1: Every hour. Right. Yeah.
3: And the classroom culture is different. Mm-hmm. And because we get to see every kid in the whole school, we see... How one teacher's strategy works great with a group of kids and then not at all with another group of kids. And yeah. like you just realize, man, OK, so with this class, it's not going to work. You know, some classes I say, you know, for this class, I am I just have to create some rotations, some, some stations. Mm-hmm. And I'm working with a small group because I can't. I can't hold the attention of this entire group I can't have us all work on something together we won't get anything accomplished yeah, so so i've got a right. I've got to piece it I've got to piece it up so but it's mm-hmm. that's based on just the class you know but as far as lesson planning, I just try you know i try to to spend some time ahead of time mm-hmm. You know, where I have all the standards listed and I, you know, data validate it so that it's just a drop down menu. Mm-hmm. So you're not typing anything in, you're just yeah. drop down. And I've done mm-hmm. the same thing now with conversational solfege. I have the all the mm. steps and all the activities just written down listed. Mm-hmm. So I can say I'm going to do this step and this activity, but I'm not typing anything with the yeah. exception of the objective and academic right, vocabulary keep it short.
1: i do that too yeah the drop downs are gold yeah
3: because mm-hmm. then you can just be like oh.
2: see there's that coding yeah that coding coming in handy save Crystal. yourself
1: some time mm-hmm. yeah yep yeah why are you retyping standards every time they don't change
3: right mm-hmm. exactly do yeah. it once and yeah try to place it so that it all fits on like two pages and then mm-hmm. you know so on that plan when I print it out, I don't all the time. But when I print it out, I have just a, a column. Since there's seven grade levels, you have an extra column on a page. And I use that as like a reflection on how the how the lesson went. you Very know. Good. And uh, that's just what I can write down just for, you know, for input for the next one
2: so direct message Hans, ask him for that excel spreadsheet with yeah. the drop
1: downs if you don't know how to code there you go i'll yeah. share mine too if you're interested it. that's coding nah. My, mine is mine is public property so if anybody wants it yeah if anybody <laughs> yeah. wants yep i want that fine. there you go yes. chaotic harmony classroom at gmail we'll get it to you if you want an, mm. a lesson plan tablet all right kind, like, yeah. you can have the pridmore and chamberlain versions that's
3: Yay. right yeah, yeah.
0: awesome yeah okay
3: or even better yeah because every site's different like i don't know we should maybe just do like a how to like make a lesson plan <gasps> that document. would be a cool Excel. video yeah because yeah. i think mine that'd was be really in helpful. word
1: mine, i think it, yeah i think it's in word with a drop down menu attached how? to it somehow uh, mm. i want to know that's so cool yeah it's not I hard. Know how to do that
4: stuff mm. that's it's, really
2: cool it's not hard okay wow okay so we're at that time where we do a spiccato but today That's we have right. something a little different
1: it is a little different I just wanted to share this series of books and we're not sponsored by them yet but um story orchestra if you're interested in sponsoring this podcast <laughs> email us at kian um make the checkout. right I know we're gonna give you some free advertising I love this series of books I got this for my little boy when he turned five um, we got they they have a few so um, we have Vivaldi's Four Seasons and it's a really sweet story that they made up to go with it so they're beautifully illustrated books and um, and then they have on the page embedded as part of the story this one's for the Nutcracker um, they have little music notes and they say press here and when you press them it plays that's um, the coolest thing. it's really cool it plays a snippet. And it's not like some bad recording, Mm. like in the noisy books when we grew up. Mm. Hashtag Tchaikovsky. Yeah, I know. So pretty. <laughs> and then the cool thing is in the back um, of the story, they have all of the buttons to push, and it's the breakdown of the overall piece. So it'll say, mm-hmm. like, Act 1 Overture, and then it'll give some things to listen for when you play when you push the button again. That's so cool. Um, and then it's got a short composer biography, and I just thought this was nice to share for Christmas. So it's so sweet. So maybe for our
2: um, – because I'm thinking – ahead Mm -hmm. uh the last week of december in school um also name that scene from oh that could be fun it could be a fun play that well
1: you know it's also fun to um last year what i did is i gave uh groups one little short thing to illustrate with a dance Ooh, or that's cool to pull out yeah so there's a lot of potential with these um my mot severe special ed classes love these books mm-hmm. um it holds their attention so well yeah and it's such good exposure um for them to composers too i try to do a little composer biography i, I do feel like
2: uh teaching elementary school we're in this really special you guys see? like span of development where Mm -hmm. kids are willing to dive into their imagination Mm -hmm. and the nutcracker is like just such a masterpiece in that and um i've used it in the past Mm -hmm. uh using different technology i love that it's so beautifully illustrated and that Mm -hmm. it's tactile so i'm looking forward to using this i i see sixth grade three times Mm -hmm. in one week during one week oh, in december God, so i'm like you. i need
1: that book right. it's, <laughs> it's a great book um i also i love to pair it with all the winter themed stuff it's like uh like singing scarf songs or um mm-hmm. i have a stack of paper plates and we stand on them and we go ice skating oh, you mm-hmm. to the waltz of snowflakes yeah oh that's nice with them and i you know give points for the best tricks
3: that's awesome
1: <laughs> it's really fun. oh my gosh and then it's hilarious oh gosh Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. I love the week before Christmas. I know a lot of teachers, like, kind of dread it, but I just pull out all the fun stuff. Mm. This
2: year, I'm trying to just lean into all the crazy. Lean into the
1: crazy. You You know, every... Lean
2: friday in. the 13th just lean into how lean
1: into the full moon cuckoo
2: it gets yeah i'm into that
1: this lean year lean into the friday the 13th full moon lean into the halloween <laughs> we, <had candy>. that. <laughs> we do teach on a thursday which is halloween and then uh, friday i my ravenclaw robes are ready for school <laughs>
0: nice, bring that's it awesome. on
2: i'm gonna wear my um trick-or-treat yo self oh shirt. i
3: like <laughs> that oh, that's, that's great so,
2: great. so now those are spiccato, guys. So I think we're rounding the corner. Yeah. To. Um, Chase round.
1: Round of the week.
2: That's mm. it. Thank you, Crystal.
1: Yes. And if you found something valuable in this week's episode, please like, subscribe, and share the episode. It means a lot to us when you share it on social media. Email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail.com. We're serious. If you want us to share our lesson plan templates, we are happy. We are open books you know to share those with you Mm -hmm. um so let us know uh how we can help you um give us a shout out and tag us on social media so that other people can find us as well because we want to find our people it's true Mm -hmm. yeah don't do this job alone um all right guys so peace round is what i'm bringing to the table all right Crystal, can you sing it for us what a goodly thing if the children of the world could dwell together in peace let's do a three part together or just right into the round oh no let's do unison and then three part got it sounds good one two three
0: Sure. what a goodly thing if the children of the world could dwell together (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> very nice this is very orphifiable too mm, just add something so really simple on the mm. bottom it's lovely i love that and it sounds amazing when you get like 40 kids singing it and around and they latch onto it so quickly
3: mm. so. it's nice to have a pleasing sound that's in minor too that's mm. just like mm-hmm. and I'm, a good haunting i like it
1: mm-hmm. i got a bunch of those battery operated tea lights last year and we held them while we oh. sang this for our winter concert and it was really powerful. We just had a visit from a Holocaust survivor who mm. shared her story. Mm. And so they they shared about their experience with her and then sang the piece around afterwards. It was beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, and <laughs> thanks for listening, you guys. Uh, we do important work. And so thank you for sharing in this this experiment of ours, for just, <gasps> for just laughing with us and sharing in the joys and the struggles and the triumphs of teaching in the elementary classroom. Mm. Know that we see you. We <laughs> get it. And yep. we appreciate you. <laughs> hands where can people find you
3: uh, at Cpe music on Twitter right
1: nice on. um I'm at Ms kumagai and I'm at mrs. Pridmore Thanks you guys bye bye the chaotic harmony podcast is a joint project between crystal pridmore jonathan seligman zoe kumagai and mark kemer you can find us online at chaotic harmony classroom.com you can email us at chaotic harmony classroom at gmail and let us know what you think give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes we're on all the socials find us on facebook.com chaotic harmony classroom you can find us on twitter at ch classroom instagram at chaotic harmony classroom and you can even find our episodes on youtube Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment www.pridmoreia.com.